Last week, we talked about the difference between phonological awareness and phonics. This week, we're going to extend that conversation into talking about how to set up and manage phonological awareness small groups. You may be thinking that those skills are just such baby skills. Why would anyone dedicate an entire small group time to them? That's a good question, which we are definitely going to talk about. Jessica Curtis of Teaching Struggling Learners. I'm a boy mom and a veteran teacher. You're listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, where we talk all about helping students succeed academically, socially, and behaviorally. Thank you so much for tuning in. Phonological awareness skills are the foundation of reading skills. They lay the groundwork for phonics. So yeah, phonological awareness is important to teach and for students to master. But dedicating an entire small group time block daily to it? That seems a little excessive, doesn't it? I will say, Unless you are teaching really young students or students who are very, very far below grade level in reading, I don't think that having a dedicated 30-minute daily phonological awareness small group just for phonological awareness is needed or necessary. Actually, if you're teaching really young students, I hope you aren't having a dedicated 30-minute small group time, like, ever. I'd hate to try to keep really young kids' attention for more than 15 minutes on anything academic. But some students that you meet may really need intensive, intensive supports for phonological awareness so that they're able to make gains in other areas. Students who struggle with speech articulation in particular may struggle with some of these skills. In these instances, I strongly suggest that you work with your SLP, your your speech and language person, pathologist, to find out what sounds they're working on so that you can support their efforts and they can support yours. Students who aren't exposed to nursery rhymes or read to when they're little are also especially susceptible to needing additional support in acquiring phonological awareness skills. Providing these students with dedicated phonological awareness small group time will help them quickly fill the skill gaps so that they can improve their overall reading over time. The phonological awareness skills should be really intensely addressed and mastery monitored through progress monitoring. It's important to address the individual skills and progress monitor the students so they don't stagnate on a skill that they've mastered. For students who are really struggling with reading, it's important to master skills and move on so that the students are able to see the progress that they're making. If you find yourself faced with students who are in need of really intensive phonological awareness skill building, I really suggest that you limit your lessons to 10 minutes maximum and then integrate practice of the skill you're working on throughout the school day. For example, if you find that you have a group of students who struggle with identifying rhyming words, you could have an intensive lesson daily for a week on rhyming words, 
but then throughout the day, point out examples of words that rhyme. This is going to help the students receive the practice they need while continuing moving through the grade level curriculum. Not to mention, it isn't going to hurt any of your other students to have those skills practiced, even if they're able to do them independently. Having a quick 5 to 10 minute daily warm-up, which includes phonological awareness skills, is also a great way to integrate the skills into your school day. This is going to help you to address the skill gaps of struggling students while providing other students with additional practice to really solidify their use of the skills at the same time. In this instance, you could practice a specific skill for an entire week and then move on to a different skill the following week. If you see a few students who need a little extra practice with it, spend a few minutes in small group to work on the skill specifically with that group of students. Chances are those students probably work together in a small group with you for intervention anyway, so sleep, slipping the skill in during that time could be very effective. When I taught lower grades, we used to practice our phonological awareness skill in line, waiting for the restroom or maybe the lunchroom, or quite frankly, just walking down the hallways. Some of the kids' favorite things to practice were counting the words in sentences or the phonemes in the words. I would say a word or sentence and the students would hold their fingers up like in front of their chest to indicate how many words or phonemes. We did the same thing with syllables. Another one was I would say two words while the students were in line and they would show like hand signals to tell me if they rhymed or not or maybe if they had the same initial or ending phoneme. All of that little skill practice, it helped my students to gain more confidence in those skills and it didn't detract from my other lesson or small group time. Most of the time, the students you have are only going to need practice on one or two phonological awareness skills. So dedicating an entire small group time to these skills and hacking out that time in your schedule, it really isn't going to be that effective. Instead, I'd suggest grouping the phonological awareness skill with the related phonics skills during your small group time. For example, for students who struggle to blend or segment phonemes in words, spend the first five to seven minutes of small group time just orally segmenting or blending phonemes. You can use visuals to help with that. For examples, please listen to episodes 42 or 43 on segmenting and blending phonemes. Then, after that practice time, move into the phonics by adding the letters into it. And then that way, you're getting all of it mashed together. This helps to bridge what the students were doing to the slightly more difficult phonics skill. Doubling up the prerequisite phonological skill with the associated phonics skill will make your small group time more effective. Students will see their progress in a much more pronounced way, which is not only good for increasing their reading skills, but is fantastic for improving confidence. Our students who are struggling need to see as many wins as we can give them. It's important that those wins are not fake. Showing students the actual worthwhile progress that they've made helps them to stay motivated. It increases their willingness to put in the effort to keep working towards those goals. No matter what format you choose, being aware of the skill deficits your students have is vital to planning effective 
phonological awareness small group time. Choose your lessons and practice materials to focus on those skills. Then progress monitor the skills weekly so that you know when your students are ready to move on to more advanced skills. Celebrate those wins, by the way, as often as possible. And you and your students are really going to enjoy the process. If you're wondering how to get started with progress monitoring, I have created a freebie, Five Steps to Getting Started with Progress Monitoring. I'll link it in the show notes, but you can also find it on my Instagram or website at Teaching Struggling Learners. Also, if you need easy ways to progress monitor all those phonological awareness skills that we've talked about, I've linked what I've created and used over the years in the show notes. Having all the skills in one bundle ready to progress monitor as needed has saved me hours of time and mental energy. So check it out if you're needing a little bit more time to get back to doing some of the more fun things. Thank you for listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast, episode number 62. Until next time, may your coffee be strong, your summer long, and your to-do list ignorable. Ignorable.